Hey, you, do you love reality TV? Have no one to talk about it with? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Tea Bar. I like it. Hello and welcome to the Tea Bar podcast, your friendly reality TV podcast from Australia. Now, what is our podcast about? Well, as the name suggests, we specialize in all things reality TV coming from the Bravo TV channel in America, which is basically all the Real Housewives franchises, as well as some niche favorites such as Vanderpump Rules, Summer House. So if you love reality TV and you want to get the deep intro into this, this is the podcast for you. You are joined by myself, Anna, and Claire. So today we'll be talking, we'll be actually doing a deep dive into Summer House, um, our new favourite show after Vanderpump Rules. Sally went downhill after a few seasons and we'll also be getting into Salt Lake City. Now, Claire, I know you've got some uh, little question game for me so I'll let you go first all right so your game is you just need to give me a sound to classify and just give me the emotions of how you feel about these bravo adjacent words your first word is yeah Kyle Cook oh is that the word is that the word (laughs) oh I thought it was a sound (laughs) oh yeah yeah. is that the sound that's the sound, yeah. For everyone other, that was a ugh. oh, sh- short, short. Is the word. <laughs> uh, your next one is Teresa Judice. Oh, um, fish because of that video that <laughs> you posted on TikTok. Oh, the Magnum one. Yeah, yeah. She is something else, that lady. She is. Well, uh, your next one is Jen Shah's husband. I can't remember his name. Coach Shah, sorry. Oh, sweet, sweet. Bes- besides, Do you think so? Well, besides the whole not being there for your wife thing, I think besides that he's sweet. All right, and your last one is meatball stick. Yummy. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I mean, it looks good. It's like a ma- – wait – I feel like the everyone on that show is like, oh, it's a meatball lollipop. And I'm like, no, it's like those meatballs that you get served as appetizers, canapes in a dinner party. Like they're just on the wrong way on the, like the stick is just on the wrong side. It's like up the top where, where, oh no, the stick is on, t- on the bottom where it's usually up the top. So I think it's fine. I I appreciated them doing something different for the cheers rather than like a shot or um yeah or you know or trop hop which is what they did for the for the southern charm one yeah but I don't know I was just you know this is so lame yeah not a fan. I don't really want to eat them eat yeah I don't want to see them eat this meat on a stick <laughs> yeah okay no that's fair did enough did it come with a dipping sauce you'd hope so I don't remember I don't remember. Yeah, I just feel like that was weird. They should have had, like, here are some alternatives they could have Okay. Had. Right. Maybe, like, some after-dinner mints or um, mints. maybe they should. <laughs> How can you cheese with mints? <laughs> How can you cheese with a meatball pop stick? Yeah, well, you can, oh, yeah, true, you're going to touch it and that's not COVID safe, yeah. Maybe yeah. they should do some uh, shisha. Yeah. Like, she... I feel like this is all, like, an after-dinner sort of thing and this okay. meatball stick just 
it yeah, it's not really doing it for me. Um, what else could they do? Maybe oh, see, I'd prefer ice cream. I just feel like me being on the mm. couch and I'm like oh, after yelling at someone, I don't really want to make thirsty. <laughs> I feel like I would just want alcohol, like a, an espresso martini or something. I just why change it? Like why be original? That's my motto. Very true. Um, so if we move on, I think mm. we were going to have a, following on from last week, a discussion about Summer House. Yes. Now, before we go into the episode, do did you do some research on the girls of Summer House? And, oh, no, you were doing it on the, the guys, guys, right? The guys. Yeah, I did. I did. Did some deep diving. I've gone onto the LinkedIn accounts. I don't remember if my account, my LinkedIn account is private, so they might have seen me pop up just spying but I'm sure they I'm sure they get that all the time um so I did some digging and you know like do you want me to just go through each of them and tell you who's the richest to who's potentially the poorest yeah I think so okay and um anything super interesting that popped out okay. when you did it so you'd be surprised to know that of the boys of Summer House and I'm actually including some that aren't on there the one that I could find actual figures for it seems like Everett has the highest net worth of 1.4 million. Whoa. Yeah. Which I was surprised about too. Uh, but apparently he's like got quite a good career in finance um, following his stint in Afghanistan. I think it was um, good on him. So he's done pretty well. I mean, I, I was interested to see that he was an investor in lover boy. So he's definitely got a shareholding there. I don't know how much. Um, he's obviously got his charity, Heal, Heal Our Heroes, that he um, set up. And then a bunch of his other jobs, like it looks like it's mostly sales. So enterprise sales leader for rapid ratings. I don't know what that is. But like a regional sales director was another job. And I think sales, you generally like do earn quite good money um, depending on how good you are. Um. So it seems like he's done pretty well. Um, he went to a random university, though, but he did um, study economics. So good for Everett. Um, speaking of Lindsay's lovers, so Stephen, her current beau uh, <laughs> that we see on the show, he's also um, seems pretty accomplished. His resume is quite extensive, mostly marketing role at the moment. He's a senior director of marketing Um at a Tau group, um, which I'm not sure what that is, but looks pretty impressive. Oh, um, isn't that the place in Las Vegas where the Kardashians all go uh, and where Scott Disick parties? Well, there you go. So he probably set all that up, Stephen did. So I think Lindsay did a good job. She found someone with Kim Kardashian connections. So well done, Lindsay. Um, mm. he also went to uni. He did marketing. Um, so good for Stephen. Moving on to the other lovers of Lindsay. So Carl Radke, he actually, his net worth isn't as much as the other boys. So it's reported 500,000, but look, I can't sneeze at that. Like it's still okay. <laughs> um, his salary for a sales director is between 70 to 110K. Well, that's what they've attributed to him anyway. I'm sure he makes more given he's in sales. But at the moment, he's got sales business development for Loverboy and just a bunch of other, like, sales jobs. The one interesting thing I found on his profile was he was an assistant on Criminal Minds, the TV show. 
So, yeah, good for him. Um, He did a Bachelor of Science and he also did a course in Harvard, like from Harvard Business School. So that's pretty cool. Um, The other, I guess Kyle Cook is the more more, um, prominent one of the the men and he's an entrepreneur. Um, He's only got 1.1 million net worth and I say only just because I would have expected him to have a lot more because he's sold quite a few businesses. He's obviously the founder of Loverboy at the moment. He was a founder of Phoenix, which is like a Tinder for personal um, trainers, like, and their oh, clients. Wow. Okay. Um, he was a partner at a bunch of other companies, his director. Um, he also may be the more highly educated of the guys because he's got an MBA as well. Um, so good for Kyle. Like, I think it's pretty cool that he's been able to, um, you know, be successful. I think I also read that he has beat a lot of sales records in the businesses that he worked at as like a sales employee. So yeah, he obviously knows how to sell. Um, last but not least, and it's actually not reported how much this guy makes. Actually, no, he's not. He's the second last, but he's the second last successful, I guess. No offense to the last person I'll mention. Um, and that's Jordan um, from uh, two, two seasons ago where he was a regular and last season I think he was a guest. But he he went to University of South Carolina, uh, did a Bachelor of Science Sports Management. He's the founder of Cap Genius. Oh, um, I know what they do. Oh, they yes. uh, generate captions, so people go on there uh, when they have a photo to post on social media, and uh, it just generates the best captions, I guess. You'd oh, hope it generates. Maybe we should do that. Some hashtags as well. Uh, yeah. Look, we'll we'll have a look <laughs> at some reviews. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, I think when he was on. Um, summer house he was uh we saw him working at betches which is uh, a company that the other girls were in and he was the client relations lead on that he also uh, apparently made a killing doing corporate recruitment um i think that same article that you passed on to me actually mm. um said that he made five hundred thousand from recruitment but I, it didn't specify if that was a year or if that was an accumulative amount that he earned which to be fair it said that he's earned that's up until he was 23 years old. So that's still a pretty good amount to accumulate. Um, so good for Jordan. But last, I want to say definitely not least, but the recent episodes have made me wonder. So Luke, he is not on LinkedIn because he is oh, a he is. model. He is? I think so. Did you find um, him? I could not I'm find him. I'm on Burners and he's came up like randomly, but it's, Oh yeah, it, it, I mean, it says he's the designer and owner of uh, uh, his brand Range. Is it called? Yes, yeah, the, his ring business. Mm. Okay. Yeah, look on the online. It said his estimated net worth is um, two hundred thousand, um, which you know, in New York City, that's not a lot. Unfortunately, um, he's a model. He owns the string business. Um, he's also a hockey teacher, mm-hmm. I think. Um, so yeah, I guess he would probably be the one with the lower net worth, but you never know that uh, ring business could take off. So, you know, hopefully all the best to him. Yeah. Um, and that's the boys. Oh, uh, I have, so I just clicked on someone and then it came up with pages, current boyfriend on the show 
Perry Rubber. Oh. So really interesting. He only start his LinkedIn only starts in two thousand and four. It says he was managing director of Bear Stearns. Then it moves to J.P. Morgan, where he was executive director. So wow. he's obviously, uh, yep, he moved up the ranks and must have earned quite a bit of uh, a salary, one would assume there. And now he's co-founder of Everyday Hospitality and founder and CEO of a uh, leading capital markets fintech driving technological innovation and loan level transparency in structured finance. Wow. That sounds like it would bring in a lot of dough. Yeah, I think that explains his G-Wagon. <clears throat> yes, it does. Similarly, he I studied economics and political science, uh, has a mm, bachelor's okay. degree, so not a MBA like our mate, Kyle. Mr. Cook. Mm. <clears throat> now, if we move to the females... <laughs> Let's go yes. to Paige. Uh, so Paige, it just says her current Ooh. role is EA to the vice president of, I think, ABC. And mm-hmm. uh, so it hasn't been updated in a while. So it still says she's a yeah. writer, fashion writer for Betches Medium. Now, she's obviously, since being on Summer House, is using this to generate uh, <laughs> all her views and to move everyone to her social media. So if we look at her yep. Instagram... She has 390,000 and I just did a quick Google and I think they said accounts of between 250,000 to 500,000 followers have possible earnings at $670 per post. Now, I know she also has a bit of a partnership going with some affiliates with shopping website. So I think she's probably earning most of her money from the show, but the show is definitely helping um, her brand i'm so surprised that it's only 670 dollars per post mm, i know right i would have thought she'd get more i mean i guess she's not like she's not kylie jenner but still i would have thought the post would be like a couple of thousand rather than less than a grand but there you go yeah i know because it's it's a fair bit of reach hey yeah you would think so mm. Um, Where she does some videos as well. So I would assume that she she would uh, get a bit more money for them since she's not just like, (laughs) you know, tagging a brand in a simple ad. I think she's also a host of an Amazon show or like uh, something to do with Amazon. Um, So hopefully that brings in some money. Right. Well, that is page oh i can tell you where she studied as well it says she has a bachelor's mm-hmm. degree in broadcast journalism the college of st rose oh, now yeah. this for some reason just screams out to me sheen ashe <laughs> yes yes you know sheena does have a degree in journalism <laughs> uh now if you move to danielle Oliveira. She is yes. a product manager for a software company. Um, I just had a quick mm-hmm. look, just a Google, so take from it what you will. Um, a product manager for a software company earns about $100,000. Um, nice. Yeah, so she's doing okay there and she would obviously have room to move up mm-hmm. um, but still would be getting – more of her money, I would assume, from Summer House. Well, what do you think, Annie? More from Summer House? 
I don't know. I feel like like now she's obviously not a guest. She's a permanent. I think they might only get like 10, and I say only, you know, I would still love that money. Yes. Um, only 10,000 10, per episode, and I think there's, what, like 10 episodes? So that's still only 100 grand. Um, oh, so maybe equal. So maybe on par. Yeah. yeah, on par, I think. Okay. So let's move on to Hannah Burner. So she studied yes. a Bachelor of Arts in Communications, Arts, Rhetoric, and Certificate Lovely. in Gender and Women's Studies. I don't know why that doesn't surprise me. Um, at e- that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> University of Wisconsin-Madison. Uh, we're obviously Australians, nice. so this means very little to us. Nothing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, she was a digital mar- marketing executive digital marketing manager for the home tea which is a lifestyle mm-hmm. apparel line the video production assistant sports and fit model like jacks taylor uh whoa <laughs> but uh worked at betches media as we mentioned earlier and now a podcast host and obviously trying to build her uh, comedian brand uh, yes. I would say she would be earning most of her money from Summerhouse. What about you? What do you think, Annie? Um, probably at this stage, yes. Do you know, it's funny because she was saying she's getting really successful at the moment, like um, with a podcast. So Interesting. I do wonder. She's on the Bravo chat room as well. I- yeah, so I don't know how, like, advertising on podcasts, I mean, I wish we would know, but <laughs> I don't know how much brands do pay um, to advertise, um, to be honest. It, it does range, I guess, from the offers, but I would say it's only, I don't know, like, I think uh, back when Stasi had a podcast, she was getting, like, maybe 30 to 40 grand per episode. Right. Which is pretty good. Yeah, that's so successful. Um, but, you know, at that stage she she was pretty mm. um, pretty popular. So uh, I tried to Google net worth on Google. I have a serious distrust. It was saying that each and every one of the <laughs> yeah. have is a net worth of, like, one million and i'm like yeah, yeah i saw that and i'm like i don't know because net worth as well like that word is thrown around but net worth is like your assets less your debts and i'm like really like that's what they have left over mm. outside all of their debts i just don't believe that yeah on the same page it's saying people also viewed frank Cantania, who i don't know if you know of um <laughs> any mm-hmm. but he's uh, a son of Dolores from Real Housewives of New York, and, uh, no New Jersey, and he is a babe. Dolores, yes, oh. he's a babe. He's, oh no, I've heard of this man. Mm. He's an investment yeah. ca- um, analyst at Warden Capital Management, so a babe. And then it's also nice. coming up with Elise uh, Slane, so Elsie Slane, for anyone who's listened previously. Oh, Elsie, <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, and she says that uh, confirms what we know. She's a cryptocurrency trader, and she yes. would, uh, one would assume, earning bank at the moment oh yeah i hope like surely she would have invested in bitcoin i mean i look at it every day and i'm like why didn't i buy when it was like a thousand that would have been a great investment Mm. um so i have one more person to go through and that is amanda batula which i would have never guessed her surname so hers is quite interesting studied at the university of connecticut (laughs) bachelor of fine arts communication Mm -hmm. design um, 
she started off being a graphic designer, moved over to director of merchandising. Oh, that's just at Delta Gamma. I don't know how big that is, but it just seems like a uni, uni thing. <laughs> um, then she moved to being a stylist, creative director at Stylist. And then senior designer creative at, now apologies everyone, I don't speak French and I also don't use this brand, but mm-hmm. it's, Belle, it's the French one, L'Occitane in Providence. Providence? You know, the uh, moisturising body. Yeah. So I think that's pretty cool. That is cool. It's funny, though, because you you said Phoenix. 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 So that's – Kyle owns that or is the founder of that. Oh, okay. Now, since Kyle said that Loverboy is his most creative by far venture, I'm now like, Mm -hmm. "Uh, all right, Okay. Um, oh, I forgot. There's one other person. I couldn't find Lindsay Hubbard's. Uh, yes. Yeah, in LinkedIn, but I'm on her. I'm on her website now, like the Hub House Public Relations. Mm-hmm. I would say she would have to be probably the most successful out of the females in the cast. Yeah. Um, to start her own public relations uh, company mm-hmm. and to have employees that sit below her. I um yeah. And she seems to have some pretty notable clients, which I assume one would America would recognize. She is the Samantha Jones of the group, isn't like from the Sex and City, you know? Yeah, I agree. Who's the Charlotte of Summer House? The Charlotte. Oh, yeah, it's Paige, definitely. And who's the Miranda? <laughs> the, the, nobody wants to be the Miranda, but uh, I think I'm going to pass that on to Hannah, unfortunately. I wouldn't mind being the Miranda. I find Carrie to be quite annoying. That is true. As I've gotten older, I'm like, Carrie sucks. Mm-hmm. Who's Carrie in Summer House? Who's the most annoying person? Um, I feel I like this season it probably is Hannah. You reckon? Maybe. Yeah. May yeah, yeah. So far, she has not, yeah, been good. Um, well, that wraps up this summer house yes. job discussion. Final thoughts: Whose job would you like to have? To be or whose position? To be honest with you, if I had a great sense of style, probably Paige. She seems to like have fun with what she does. Um. So I'd probably love to get her job. I don't think I'd want to be, I'm trying to think, any of the guys' jobs, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Maybe Kyle. I feel like Kyle has fun with it. Um, Amanda seems pretty cool with, like, being the creative director of Love Boy. But, yeah, I think Paige. What about you? Uh, I think maybe Lindsay. Only yeah. Her own company. She seems to be pretty chill about it as well. Like, she's obviously still doing work while on the Summer House COVID yeah. edition. That is true, actually. Um, yeah, that's what I think. Okay. So um, this episode, what were your thoughts once you watched it? How are you feeling about Hannah and Luke, then Kyle and Amanda? Yeah, what a, what a turn of events. Um, so I think the person that I was most annoyed at this episode it was actually Kyle, um, mostly because – he, in his interviews, like, with uh, the screen, he was saying, like, oh, Luke was, like, not into you, he was never into Hannah. And I'm like, well, that's not really true, is it? Like, he, Luke was super into Hannah. He was pursuing her the whole time. 
in last season. So I think it's unfair to think that Hannah, like this is all just in Hannah's head. Cause I, I can understand Hannah. She was kind of resisting Luke. He like, you know, tried to break down her walls. And then now he's like, Oh, but I told you that we are friends. And I'm just like, Oh, come on. That, that would suck. That would really suck. I can see it from both sides. Yeah. I find uh, the situation is exhausting now. But, um, yeah, I think Hannah, too, was trying to play it cool. Like, she didn't want yeah. a relationship. Yeah. Luke is clearly messed up and told her that he couldn't be a relationship. Yeah. But was, they were also seriously flirting. Um, and also, I don't know if you watched their segments when they uh, were talking about, you know, when they had their giggly swan. No, no. They, she, Hannah would make fun of him a fair uh, few times, like okay. quite often. I, I don't know. I just, and also knowing that Hannah had, now has a boyfriend. Yeah. Before, I don't know. I find the whole thing really like iffy and right. I just, I don't really care about either of them now. <laughs> That's fair enough. Uh, but in terms of Kyle, I actually appreciate him in this episode, like being like, Amanda is fiercely loyal to Hannah. Yeah. It's like, just need to stay out of it. Like, look, just be there when your friend fails and fails to see what's going on. I think it was pretty unfair of Hannah to just like, yeah, poke fun at Kyle's and Amanda's relationship during that fight. Like I had, I thought that it had no place in that disagreement. And especially when she said like, you can yell at Amanda, but you can't yell at me. I'm like, whoa, like how about no one yells at anyone? How about that? I know. What happened to just peace, love and no war? <laughs> yeah. And I, I, if I was Amanda, I would be pretty pissed off to be honest. Um, like they've, Obviously, Amanda's happy where she is. Like, let's just, like, put, like, build a bridge and get over Amanda's and Carl's relationship. It's done. Like, we know they had issues. If you're a true friend of Amanda, you would just let it go. Yep. Uh, now on the housekeeping discussion, what are yes. you feeling? How are you feeling about the lazy three they portrayed being Hannah, so- Paige, and Sierra? Ciara? Ciara, yeah. Um, I could see how Hannah and Paige would be the lazy ones. Like, I can't imagine Paige doing a lot of housework. Um, Hannah, yeah, like, she did say she's going to do the bins, and her excuse was like, oh, yeah, I did, sort of. I just left it there. It's like, well, okay, like, you're in quarantine. Everybody needs help. Like, just do it. So I get it. Yeah. I get it. And also it. she said, I don't cook, so why should I clean up? share house do you guys eat together i know i'm just like i i think i guess what she meant is maybe when she eats she cleans after herself and she doesn't feel like she should clean after other people which i guess is fair but i don't know exactly how they share those tasks what did you think of Uh, it i think I think I want to see more of their rooms because Sierra's yeah. room was. Oh yeah, it's pretty uh, messy. Uh, 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 and I, f- I do feel like Hannah would be a bit um, uh, slovenly. Is that the word? I don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> it just wouldn't be that neat. Yeah. However, you would presume Paige would be neat, but maybe she, maybe her, she gets her parents yeah i think so i definitely think so um 
Yes. But, but yeah, I think if you're not pulling your weight, I think there's an issue and yeah, you deserve to be called out for it. Totally, totally. Um, um my only other notes were mm-hmm. that Sierra and Amanda have incredible genes and yes. Paul Carl. <laughs> Paul Carl, oh yeah, so um yeah, I definitely think even at, like looking at Amanda, I love her long hair this season. Um Really digging it. I think she should keep the long hair, personally. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I felt so sad seeing Carl. That was horror. Like, I can't even imagine what he must have gone through. And I don't know if they go to deep dive, actually, what happened with his brother on the show. Um, mm. But I think it is quite actually, if the thought was sweet, that the first person he goes to is Lindsay, despite all they've gone through last season with him kind of like, um, you know, um, playing with their feelings. Like they still have a quite a close friendship and I really appreciate that. Yeah, I agree. And I think that's when reality TV shows really work. When, mm. um, they clearly have a relationship that's formidable and outside of the, the show. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, that was this episode. We'll see what happens next week see what like what what have they highlighted is that steven and um lindsay have some more issues come up yeah and then supposedly lindsay and luke hook up yeah i don't believe that but we'll see yeah whatever get down get down and dirty you two yeah the more i watch luke though the less attracted to him i get i have to say i know he's he's a uh, serious shapeshifter like he looks so different and um, he oh i just i don't know his facial hair i don't dig no nah. yeah and the yelling i don't like the yelling yeah that wasn't good <laughs> however hannah does have half the house true her side blindly. that is true yeah it is frustrating yeah um, let's move on to relaxers of salt lake city yes so the final episode of the reunion yes aired. You've seen all of the reunion now? Yes, all done. So I think my big question for you mm. is what are your thoughts on Mary? I just found <laughs> her and her husband's dynamic was so uncomfortable. See, this is funny. After watching these episodes, I was like, you know what? I get it. Like, you guys seem like a good couple. <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know i've converted i've converted to the to the whatever mary's preaching um i wish them all the best i did find it disturbing <laughs> that he was 22 when he married mary's grandmother who doesn't yes. doesn't say how old the grandmother was but i imagine maybe like 50s or 60s um which, you know, like, obviously men marry women that are much younger than them too, and I find that as equally as disturbing. So, um, yes. yeah, odd. I agree. Um, so, yeah, you- I definitely felt like Mary was afraid her husband was going to say something. Yeah. She would be embarrassed for, and I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm all for Cringy. it. Yeah, say it. <laughs> say it. <laughs> <laughs> um and following on from last week how do you feel about heather 
Yeah, so good shout out from last episode when you were like, just watch the next reunion, uh, next reunion episode to see what the dynamic is with her and Lisa. And I did kind of feel like Heather was kind of a jerk. Mm-hmm. I was just, she kept like, yeah, going on about how badly Lisa treated her and seeing the texts from, I think it was, yeah, 2017, where they were like, oh, can't wait to meet you in person. It's like, oh, yeah, maybe they weren't that close before. And maybe like Lisa was right in saying, like, I didn't really know her that well. So, yeah, I don't know. She still knew her enough to have been, yeah, like cordial and. Yeah, I I don't know. I think Lisa is still a bit, bit Dutch. Uh, sly. Yeah, but Heather definitely went over the top. So over the top. I usually like Heather, but and I think I used to think she was the reason one, but yeah, I thought she was a bit overtaken by her anger maybe. Um from the reunion, who do you think was the biggest winner? Oh, um, good question. Uh well, let's go through the ladies. So Heather probably wasn't for me. Meredith is kind of a wet blanket either way. So no. Yes, so true. Um, Whitney, uh, maybe. Lisa, uh, Jen, not really. Maybe. Do you know what? I'm going to say Mary. <laughs> yeah, I agree. She was sat at the end of the couch and she still managed to dominate, I feel, the reunion. Yeah, and she actually comes across quite likable um, yeah, by the I end agree. of it. So, um, yeah, I think Barry stole the show for me. <laughs> and next season, because it's been confirmed they're coming back, yeah. who do you think should return? Are you happy with all of them to return? Um, I think Meredith maybe shouldn't return. I like the fake I look who knows if it's fake or not but her storyline with the husband was pretty boring um mm-hmm. and I didn't think she added much to the show yes I agree and I also think that she was quite closed off about a relationship yes. at the reunion and I'm like you know you're getting paid for this right like 100 percent. I'm not watching here like a show about people that <laughs> everything's going smoothly <laughs> mm-hmm completely agree now um so the big news this week was that bravo is filming a winter house uh, Mm. with the summer house people some uh well austin and craig from southern charm and i think they believe they tried to get the toms from vanderpump rules but they couldn't okay so how do you feel about that and i saw on instagram that uh luke Kyle, mm-hmm. Austin, and Craig were skiing all together. Oh. Um, so it's currently happening, people. Yeah, interesting. Um, They kind of just put, like, a bunch of young Bravo people in the same house and majority from, like, Southern Charm and Summer House. I wish they maybe put, like, some people from Below Deck. I don't really watch Below Deck that much, but I just want some variety because I feel like these people already know each other. So Mm. maybe put in Catherine. I want to see Catherine, like, try and get with Luke. I know she's got a boyfriend, but um, if if she broke up (laughs) with him, like, that's – I just – I don't know. I want to see Madison. Yeah, Bring in Madison. (laughs) Who do you think Madison would – May like hook up with Carl? Yeah, maybe. Oh, I don't know. Carl is like 
he's just so good now that he's sober. I know. And he's, oh. Maybe Luke. Luke, I, I don't know. I don't see them together. I know they're both like, I was, it was. She needs an alpha. Yeah, I don't find Luke to be an alpha. I find him to be like the hippie guy in the corner. I don't think he's an alpha. I don't think any of the guys in the summer house are alphas, to be honest. Oh, I think Kyle is. You think Kyle? Yeah, I guess maybe he is. Um, maybe Everett, but I didn't know much about him. Yeah, neither. Uh, I think I would like. Well, is there anyone else from another, like, say, Vanderpump Rules you'd like to put in? I'm just not a big fan of the Toms, so I'm like, No. Um, Oh, I would like to see Jack, like, single Jacks in that house. That would be great. I would love that. Yes. Yep. I could see that too. Uh, And maybe a bit of Lala. But now that that the Vanderpump Rules cast is on a different – they're on a different chapter of their lives, so – Look, if partying we, is not there. If you were to like say they were everyone is single, like the Vanderpump people are single, Southern Charm is single, Summer House is single. Like, who do you want in that house? You'd want the cast from seasons one, two, and three from Vanderpump Rules. No one else. So, no Lala, no right. randoms. Oh, even maybe just one and two. So. <laughs> Just the, the – that was honestly the glory seasons of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's Queen Starcy with Katie, Kristen, throw in the Toms in there and Jax. Right. And who do you think would um, – so who do you think, like, Starcy, Kristen and Katie would hook up with if they weren't with their partners? From, like, Southern Charm and Summer, summer House men. I don't think they'd hook up with anyone. I think you're right. I don't think anyone is there. Oh, really? Is, Alpha enough, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. What do you think? I, I think Carl would probably get some action with one of those girls. Maybe Stasi, because they had like a weird, you know, like they had a bit of a exchange when she went to her son, like the Summer House episode one. I think he mm, tried to play with Jobs. her. Well, that was Kyle. Yeah, I, remember, I remember Kyle was oh. like, your swimsuit makes you look like Steve Jobs. And I actually enjoyed um, Christina, who was on Summer House at the time. She commented, she's like, if someone said that to me, I'd feel, I'd take it as a compliment. I love Steve Jobs. <laughs> I'm like, so true. He's so great. Um, so the other big news is that there's going to be a All Stars yes. uh, filmed. So here are the, I think, the cast that have been confirmed. Mm-hmm. So Kyle Richards and Lisa Rinna. Great. Teresa Giudice and her sister-in-law, Melissa Gorga. Mm-hmm. Kenya Moore and Cynthia Bailey. And Sonia Morgan and Ramona Singer. Oh, that's How do you feel about those? It's pretty good. I wish Luann was there, personally. Same. Um, honestly, I would love to see Luann... In a house with a bunch of Southern Charm and no, Luann, Sonia, Ramona in a house with all the Southern Charm and Summer House men. That's what I want to so see. So I think that's what needs to happen. I think yes. you're right. That's what I want to see. I want to see Sonia try it on with Luke and then Carl and then end up with Kyle. <laughs> well, supposedly. Was it, uh, weren't there those rumours that Ramona's hooked up with Jax Taylor? Yeah, Jax Taylor and Jordan. Wow. And Jordan. And Jordan. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, bit of an awkward exchange there. Um, but, yeah, that's what I love. 
One day. I think that's a a pretty solid week, actually, full of (laughs) Real Housewives and Bravo news. Definitely. That's it, guys. Hopefully you enjoyed the... um, the deep dive into the summer house careers any last notes before we wrap this up claire no none from me check out our tiktok and our instagram give us a like and a follow and leave a review please because we won't be able to get those podcasting dollars without your help (laughs) (laughs) we'll see you next week bye bye bye